G'day. Hey, what's going on? I stole your intro, Zach. What are you going to do about it? Oh, mate, I'll fly you for it. Yeah, hold you me would. Been on Triple back. M. We're all about footy and chicks. Yeah, love those things equally. Speaking of Triple M this week, you introduced us as being on Triple J. I did. Uh, uh, a bit of a Freudian slip there. Yeah, what was going on? It was like getting an insight into it's where you I've been, prefer to be. I've been sending off <laughs> demos to that <laughs> <laughs> our station, but like, get me out of yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's been a good week, mate. We have Matt O'Gorman from British India come in. Yes. I really enjoyed that because he is a super talented drummer and I am an aspiring drummer yeah. who can play back in black. Good on you. Good Thank on you. you for that. We also jump into uh, some festival hacks. Uh, speaking of Triple J, Triple J's Splendor in the Grass. Yes. Uh, we couldn't get media tickets. We missed um, out on ticks. So we're looking for alternative methods, and we called a friend uh, to, to learn about jumping the fence. I reckon we should get a combi van <laughs> and, 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 and honestly just document the whole trip up there yeah. and us jumping the fence yeah, in, in a sort of like Triple M, Triple J rivalry yeah. to continue yeah. what has been. So, hey, if this is something that, that you know tickles your fancy, yeah. tune in. Let's get into it. All right. Zach and Josh. Take off the high vis, pull up a milk crate, and prepare to get lit. This is Triple M Smoko. On Triple M Modern Digital. Mate, what's not good is uh, Play School are in hot water today. <sighs> Remember Play School? Oh, oh, a big, big, big fan of Play School back in the day. Uh, I, I turned down Play School for Totally Wild. Did you, what? No, I didn't. Oh. <laughs> but imagine. That'd be cool. That would have been a poor career decision. Yeah. Well, the ABC's been accused of pandering to political correctness this morning uh, after changing the lyrics of the iconic. Aussie children's song. I'm going to play them back to back. You probably remember them. This, this sounds out of character for the ABC to be bound down to. You, you know, it does because actually, first left criticism. Let's just let's just reminisce. Let's take a walk down memory lane of uh, some times where they've been a little on the line. Oh, this is play school. Play school pushing the boundaries. Yeah, big time. Listen to this. Tell you what, though, he said, "Whisk, I'm going to give you a good whisking. That'll make you feel better and take your mind off it." Mash, 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 mash. Poor saucepan said, oh dear, oh dear, oh dear, do stop, masher. I don't want to be mashed. <laughs> I mean, you know, you know, you know when you're making mashed potato and, and the saucepan's like, no, stop mashing me. <laughs> wow. How, how old was that? Uh, that was, I think in January. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, times are different. Times, they are a changing. Times have changed. And they've caught on. They've changed the lyrics to these songs. I'm going to play them back to back for you. Uh, tell me what you think. We're going on a bear hunt. Oh, classic. We're going on a bear hunt. We're going to catch a big one. We're going to catch a big one. Going on a bush hunt. We're going on a bush hunt. We're going to find some treasure. We're going to find some treasure. Poor. I tell you what. Yeah, you can tell the difference, can't you? The bloody left. It's it's pretty. It's pretty. Uh, it's a pretty small change. I, I, look, I actually listening back to that. You know, I understand why they changed it. You do well. You can't just be hunting bears. Yeah, a bear, a poo bears mining his own business. Yeah, you know, he's just trying to get some honey. I've got a problem with both of them. Now, for those that couldn't <laughs> catch it, I'll tell you the changes were: we're going on a bear hunt, is what it used to be. Yep. Now it's we're you. gonna catch a big one. A big old bear. Big old bear yeah. for the mantelpiece. Right. Or for their zoo. They've got a personal zoo. They're going out to catch bears. We're going to mount it above um, the, the fireplace. Yeah, yeah that's, that was the short. Sure. The new one is we're going on a bush hunt. We're going to find some treasure. We're so excited. Yeah. I've got a problem with both. Okay, I agree with you on number one. 
you can't go out hunting bears. You can't. You just can't do that. What else can't you hunt, Josh? B- bush. <laughs> <laughs> you can't teach kids to be going out hunting. That's not. By the way, <laughs> can I just? I'm just going to stop you there. That wasn't the problem I had with oh, it. Okay. But I saw the look that you gave me, and you were like, "Say it, say it, say it, do it. <laughs> say it, Frenchie." <laughs> <laughs> That's not the problem I have. The problem I have is we're going on a bush hunt. That's fine. We're going to find some treasure. We're so excited. That's what's the. That's the problem with today's day and age. Too optimistic. You can do anything that you want. You can, you know, if you dream it, you can achieve it. Nah, bullshit. No, <laughs> you can't. Okay, you can't. Just because you're going on a bush hunt. Doesn't mean you're going to find treasure, and it, you shouldn't be excited about it. No, no, no. Well, they should be tempering expectations. Exactly. We're going on a bush hunt. It might be all right. Yeah, it might not. It might not. <laughs> it might be raining. Who knows? We'll record that. We'll lay that <laughs> yeah. down. I'd love to hear if there's some other controversial lyrics from back in the day. The Wiggles, um, the Holy oh, yeah. Doolies. I'm sure there's something. The Triple M Smoko with Josh and Zach on Triple M Modern Digital. Joining us in the studio right now. Matt O'Gorman from British India. Hey, Thanks for coming boys. in, mate. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. It's good to be here. We've been giving you a new record, uh, Midnight Homie. Yeah. A fair spin. That good, is a, good, good, yeah. cool. It is a cracker. But what I wanted to ask you first was yep, I yep. recently mm-hmm. borrowed a drum kit from one of my friends. I've set it up in the house. I'm still yep. living with my parents, and they're pretty keen to kick me out. Yep. You're a drummer. <laughs> what was your yep. strategy of getting around that? Well, whereabouts in the house is the kit set up? Because it's it, got to be a tactical setup where it's kind of away from everything. I sort of had it in the living room initially. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's maybe yeah, where probably. the issue yeah. was. Dad's, Dad's office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm in the garage now. So yeah, cool, cool. Is, uh, is that where you guys started out? Yeah, look, we had a back room at our parents' place that we started. We actually wrote like the first three albums there. Wow. And I think the biggest blessing was that we had neighbours that were quite patient. I think if the oh. neighbours can stand it, you know, the parents will get used to it. But if you have a neighbour that isn't into it, then you're doomed. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Maybe moving into an apartment would be the best. <laughs> the I love, next, mo- next move. I love that you've got a, gone and got a drum kit as well. He's trying to start stand-up as well. You've got so many dreams. I You're like year, Jared I just, Hayne. I just, <laughs> is it, well, you do stand-up. Is there a way that you guys could combine the act? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You've got the badum tis down, but like there's, there's got to be more surely to fill out the hour. Yeah, oh, well, you play idea. clarinet as well. I mean, we're, we're just oozing talent here. Oh, man. So you wrote the first three albums there. You've gone on yep. to right now six. Yep, six. Uh, Fifteen years, a career spanning 15 it's years. It's weird. It doesn't feel like it's been 15 years, but it definitely has been 15 years. <laughs> How do you keep it fresh? You're obviously constantly writing new yep. music. You know, you're obviously still into it. How do you keep that going? I think it's uh, I think it's got a lot to do with you've got to get along with the people that you're doing music with for a start. We've been very lucky that it's been the same four guys the whole way. Yeah. And um, we're always listening to new music and we, we still love music as much as we did when we first started. So even though we don't, you know, we used to rehearse and write every single day. Now that we're a bit older, we don't do it every day. But, um, you know, when we get back in there and do it, we've still got the same enthusiasm we did when we first started. Yeah. I can imagine gr- you'd be a lot more efficient after 15 yeah, years as well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know when a song's not working. Yeah. yeah. Have yeah. you uh, now graduated from the garage? Yeah, we um, good question actually. We recorded our last album at Sing Sing Studios, which okay. is based in Richmond, which has had a, a whole lot of people come through it. But that recently kind of shut, mm. just because you know bands are doing all of their recording and stuff at home because mm. you can do it all on your on your laptop and stuff. And so we're actually building a studio in Collingwood. 
Awesome. Oh, wow. That's yeah. exciting. Are you guys, is it going to be an exclusively uh, British India studio? Or are you going to be bringing in other artists? I think so. I think when we're away, we'll kind of let bands come in and record because that's the other thing. Um, you know, if you want to just record a couple of songs, you don't want to pay 1500 bucks a day to go yeah. to a proper studio. Yeah. So British India Studios, we'll have a decent rate, <laughs> friendly staff, friendly, you know, friendly <laughs> neighbourhood come in and uh, record with us. Well, I love that. Speaking of being away, you guys are setting up to go on a big tour around Australia starting uh, 11th of May. Yep. Uh, hey, feeling ge- gearing up for that, and uh, what can people look forward to? I was I was having this chat with someone else the other day. They're like, "What's it like touring? Like, is it the same?" I'm like, it, "Everything is the same, except we're a little bit older." You know what I mean? Like, it's like, you know, you don't mind your ten thirty bedtimes when you get You don't mind your Saturday nights in just watching the footy. So, but it's it's great. Like, and I think because we don't tour as much as we used to, getting the band back together literally is yeah. uh, is, uh, <laughs> is a lot of fun. Well, guys, Forgetting the Future dropped last September. The national tour supporting their new single, Midnight Homie, is kicking off 11th of May. You guys are doing just about every city in Australia, it feels like, so Mm -hmm. uh, check them out. You've joined Josh and Zach on the Triple M Smoko, Triple M Modern Digital. And we have some music festival hacks for you today. When a fire starts to... Mm. Oh, yeah. God, doesn't that take you back? Now, to give some context, we've been trying to get tickets to Triple J's uh, Splendour in the Grass. Probably didn't need to preface that with a rival station. I don't know why I did that, but I guess it kind of provides a little bit of understanding in that we couldn't get tickets as media uh, goers. Uh, They were like, no, you're trying to be us. (laughs) We're not. We're better than you, Triple J. Walk, walk away with your, with your Triple M values. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so we tried to get media passes. We obviously missed out on buying tickets because we put all our eggs in one basket with the yep. media passes. I'm currently trying to get on the, uh, the bill of the Splendor Comedy Club, oh, uh, which isn't looking good. Nothing uh, more do I look for than a stand-up comedian at a music <laughs> festival as well. Yeah, like, exactly. You were the talk of the town. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, but I wanted to open this up to the listeners. Have you ever managed to... Get into a festival yeah. without paying. Because that is one of the other issues as well. <laughs> Financially, we just cannot uh, suffer the burden. Yeah, and we don't condone it. Okay? No, of course not. But I'd love to hear some stories. <laughs> oh, yes. And I thought I'd kick off with one of mine. Last year, I was living in New York. I went to Governor's Ball Music Festival, which is like their big New York City festival. The, you know, the Splendor in the Grass, the, the Coachella of New York. New oh, right. And I had a vendor pass because the company that I worked for was supplying the coffee. Yep. And um, I had a vendor pass. I went in. When you got a vendor pass, you're allowed behind all the stalls, right? And once you're behind the stalls, it's not too far to get backstage. Oh, so I saw some media guys leaving the media tent. I hopped behind them. I walked straight in, head down. Boom. I'm at the back of uh, the stage for Childish Gambino. You are kidding. Now, he's my favorite artist because he's a comedian. He's a, he's a musician. He's amazing. One of the most overachieving, uh, insanely talented people in the world. Yeah. And this is what I caught at that performance. I'll see you for the last Gambino Boom. He dropped oh. that bombshell. And you were standing backstage. I was standing right there next to Eric Andre, who is this big comedian over yeah. there, uh, does stuff with Hannibal Buress. And uh, we were just like, oh, my God, it's the last <laughs> album. But so I've opened it up. I've got a friend who's going to, uh, who we've got on the line now. Uh, I know that he snuck into Splendor when I was there and I had paid big money to be there. Oh, uh, you would have been dirty. But the story's kind of good. Luke, are you there? Hey, mate, how you going? Good, good. Thank you for joining us. Now, I remember you have a story. From 2011, you got into Splendor without paying. Maybe you've done it since then. I don't know. But do you want to tell the listeners how you did that? 
Yeah, it's been a little while, but uh, that's definitely one of my claim to fame. <laughs> I, um, me and the boys, uh, we missed out on getting tickets that year, and we, um, yeah, we needed to go. We had, we had some major bands playing that year, and we were all just, you know, we were, we were frothing to go. So we got our friends that did get tickets, and once they were inside the festival, to send us pictures of the wristbands that they were wearing. And we just went to an arts and crafts store and bought some ribbon and some glitter and like crazy crayons and stuff and just got creative man and, i love how technical know, that is some crazy yeah. crowns and stuff yeah, next yeah. thing you know we're um we're, we're flossing splendor 2011 i mean who's laughing now because i never paid attention in arts class but clearly <laughs> mate either did we until then it pays I, off i love i remember sitting there and you showing me the specifics of how you got because those the new wristbands have the plastic stuff on it like and you yeah, can't take them off it's a bit different now yeah you can't really do it um you can't really do it at the moment but i, I think people have found ways like some people like figured out how to move the clip properly and i don't know God. so good so i good. just pay now <laughs> well look if we uh struggle this year uh we might give you a call back and uh, get some advice mate I'll, uh, I'll get thinking cheers lukey well look if you've got any festival hacks out there maybe you've gone down the arts and crafts route not looking for pipe cleaners and pom-pom balls but no. certainly something that is yeah a, a little bit creative to to make your way to in, get in or, or just to make your day more enjoyable yeah what well, are your hacks maybe you were just at the festival and you had some good fortune come your way yeah, oh, don't yeah. forget a banana and a bottle of water right we just want to know how you improved your festival experience give us a call 1-300-161-006 that's 1-300-161-006 with Zach and Josh Triple M Smoker <laughs> Zach we're talking about festival hacks yeah because we couldn't get into Splendor, but when there's a will, there's a way. Uh, absolutely. Right? And we want to hear what the people have to say about this. Yeah. Uh, have you got ideas of, you know, how to get in? Just how to elevate how, your experience. How to enjoy the day better, make the most of it. Yeah. And, you know, like, uh, yeah, carry a bottle of water, have a banana. Great start. <laughs> yeah. But maybe there's something a bit more that we sure. can uncover here. Sure. So we've spoken to Luke, who went to an arts and crafts store, made his own Splendor wristband. Unreal. I sh- we shouldn't have used his real name, really. <laughs> yeah. uh, but we've actually had a call in. We've got James on the line. Uh, James, are you there? Yeah, mate. Hey, mate. So you, you had a bit of a festival experience. Uh, what, what, what happened? It was, it, was a, it was a little while back. Um, it was uh, my first Splendor experience uh, back in 2010. And, uh, mate, what I realised was that the main stage was actually positioned right next to the uh, public toilets. So I'm seeing a, yeah, very, very opportune moment to um, sneak into backstage. Uh, It was just one of those link fences. So I just did the whole lifting of the link fence. You're genius. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks very much. Yeah, no, honestly, I was giving myself uh, raps at the time. Um, what kept happening, though, was on the way out, obviously, I was just using the normal exit, and I eventually got caught by security for not having one of those tags on. Oh, right. And, yeah, yeah, because you do need a tag to be backstage, usually. The access all areas pass. Yeah. Did you say, yeah, exactly. oh, let, left it in my sleeping bag, mate. Sorry about that. Right, yeah. <laughs> no, real close, but what happened was the second the guy asked me, I just switched on an Irish accent. Oh. And, um, <laughs> That's your go-to. Yeah, exactly. And um, from there, I convinced him that I was actually the bass player for Hot Chip. Well, the replace, replacement bass player for Hot Chip. That the bass player uh, had broken his wrist a week beforehand and obviously due to short notice had got me on. And again, due to short notice, there was, uh, there was a bit lacking on the whole um, access all areas uh, passes. This is brilliant. Yeah. Can you give us a taste of that accent? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right, so, ready? So, so, uh, no, you're not no, meant to be no, here, mate. 
Oh, mate, really sorry about that. What actually happened was I was uh, I'm actually the uh, bass player for Hot Chip. <laughs> okay, I'm going to stop you that question, though. Did Is this yeah. actually true facts about the uh, uh, Hot Chip? Like, did they yeah, lack oh, the bass player? I had no idea, no. So it really was one of those one of those moments where, like, literally at that point in time, I was like, what's a band people know the name of but aren't famous enough for people to know who the hell is actually <laughs> oh, in the band? so good. Fight or flight, that is brilliant. Like, think it yeah. on your feet. Wow. I mean, Hot, Hot Chip, great band. If you ask me what the bass player like, no idea. Good no, idea. no idea. Absolutely. Well, I'll tell you what he looks like, mate. He looks like me. <laughs> <laughs> you genius. James, thanks so much for calling in. <laughs> you know, we should say, Josh, that we don't condone any of these illegal actions. No, we don't. It's no. all bad. No, yeah, terrible, terrible. <laughs> but, Not good. But in saying that, it does make great radio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, that, that it does. <laughs> Brace yourselves, Smoko is coming. Triple M Smoko, Triple M Modern Digital. Back with Zach and Josh here on Triple M Modern Digital, the new alternative, hanging out at 105, which can only mean one thing, Josh. Oh, yeah. Get ready for the countdown. Five, four, three, two, one. Top five at 105, the only countdown that makes sense Best countdown since uh, Molly Meldrum in the in the eighties or twenty to one. Remember that? That was a good show. <laughs> oh, no, it's actually still going. <laughs> oh, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does not get uh, syndicated quite as it used to. My goal in life is to just be on the where are they now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mate, usually when people are sharing uh, stories of running into celebrities, it's it's important. It's a good story because it's obviously shaped their life in some way. Mm. But I've seen a Twitter handle going around uh, on the platform this morning. Uh, people sharing their most boring, mundane encounters with celebrities that really wouldn't mean anything if the person wasn't ridiculously famous. I, I love this. Reddit is just a goldmine. Uh, what, what have you got for us? So it's, it's today's top five at 105. I've, I've put them in the order I think best. Uh, but you can tell me, have you ever come in, into contact with a celebrity in like a non-interesting way? Uh, well, it happens around here all the time. Yeah. Like, you know, true. Um, I stepped up to the trough next to Barry Hall. Yep. That that really put me in my place. Yeah. Uh, Last week, uh, Andy Lee of Hamish and Andy said, G'day, mate. And I said, hi. Whoa. Yeah. Huge. You should have got him on the show. Oh, no. Look I at should've. that connection. Next, I thought the step up. Um, Hamish Blake was trying to talk to me the other day. Oh. He wasn't. He was talking <laughs> to someone else. So. See? Great. Unfortunate. That's a great way to kick off seven and six. <laughs> All right. Number five. This one's great. When I was working at the mobile station in New York, Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke uh, came in and bought a pack of juicy fruit, seventy-five cents. I said he gave me a five-dollar bill. I gave him four dollars and twenty-five cents, and he said thanks. Wow, <laughs> big Ethan Hawke of uh, Dead Poets yes. fame and, mm-hmm. and many other great films. Nailed that. <laughs> Number four, Mark Wahlberg stops behind me at the news station uh, and he burped. Wow, that's it. Okay. Number three. <laughs> I unintentionally, this is like your Barry Hall story, I unintentionally followed Robert Pattinson into the bathroom once. He held the door for me. We peed quietly, yet in sync with each other. No words were exchanged. I still think about it to this day. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> That's oh, like a man. Barry Hall one, because you, sh- you keep bringing it up. Yeah, well, you think Robert Pattinson's face is pale. I mean, I mean- <laughs> <laughs> Hey. Number two, one time Mila Kunis tried to play with a dog I was walking when we were in line at a cafe, and I, not recognising her at first, said, I'm actually trying to get her to calm down. <laughs> she was very apologetic. Oh, oh, well, get Mila Kunis on the back foot. That's, that's yeah. yeah. You'd feel like a real piece of work. You, you would. You yeah, certainly yeah. a piece of work. This is my favourite, though. Very uh, disappointed. 
You know Sweet Life of Zach and Cody? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Dylan and Cody Sprouse, uh, very recognizable twins, very famous as, in the noughties. Of their Disney fame. Yeah, yep. yep. Dylan and Cole Sprouse were on the same bus as me to an airport, and when we got there, I made eye contact with Cole, and he said, yeah, it's us, and then walked away. <laughs> <laughs> wow. They'd deal with it so much, though, wouldn't they? Oh, all the time. I always wonder about that, because we see celebrities around here, yeah. uh, you know, I, I don't know what we're doing here. Um, but they walk around, and I think, don't stare at them. They must get that quite a lot. Yeah. Now, I know our celebrities are, you know, a little bit lower on the scale than... Mm-hmm. Like uh, a C or a D to the A's and the B's in this Twitter. In this Twitter story. handle. But yeah. still, yeah, walking around every day. Yeah, yeah it's us. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what you thinking? Yeah. See, that's my dream. That's where I want to get to. Yeah. As you and I can get on the bus. Yeah. And at the Last Supper, he turned to his disciples and said... Oi! Time for a smoke Triple M smoke with Zach and Josh on Triple M Modern Digital. Uh, Zachary, look, I like my alone time. I do. Who doesn't? And I spoke about it last week. I went to the uh, Australian football by myself. <laughs> As opposed to the American? No, because it, it's come to my attention that people are listening all over the world. We've oh. had people message in saying, hey, um, loved your chat about, you know, New York studio apartments. Oh, wow. So we really got to appeal to the greater audience. Um, so for those who don't know, Australian football is... <laughs> no, so I was at the big Anzac Day clash, Essendon versus the Collingwood Magpies by myself. And we discussed whether that was lame or not. Yeah. I was all for it. Loved it. That's good. And I now see why you were all for it. Because you've taken it a step further last night, my friend. Do you want to tell the listeners what you got up to? I really treated myself as a Tuesday night, cheap Tuesdays. Girlfriend was out at a uh, a music event, seeing a flight facilities uh, gig. Was she by herself? Uh, no, she was not. She, she was, was surrounded friends. by friends. All right, we I know was who the not. cooler couple member is. Yeah, so I uh, I went to go see the Avengers. <sighs> and man, boy, oh boy, was that a flick and a half. I get a stiffy every time Thor does something. <laughs> Honestly, I was just... You're gross. I, I pitched a tent. So uh, you went by yourself to, a, to the Avengers I did, film. and I was just going to go to the uh, the VMAX, which is the very the big cinema. Fancy, very fancy. Um, but I noticed that just starting 15 minutes prior to my screening, yeah. there was a gold class session that was nearly full. And I thought, you oh, why not? Treat yourself Tuesdays. It's, it's cheap Tuesdays as well, so they'd knock down the price. I thought, why wouldn't I? Hold on. So I line up, right? Yeah. I go to the, I go to the front of the queue and I speak to the girls. Hey, can, I bought this ticket online. Can I upgrade it for a, uh, for a gold class seat? Yeah. And she says, oh, but there's only one left. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, look. Yeah, sorry. We've only got one left. I Maybe said, next time. That's not going to be an issue. Uh, <laughs> one single Amigo yeah, for yeah. Age of, uh, not Age of Ultron, um, you should Infinity have, You should have said, look, that's fine. Let me just call my friend. I'll tell him not to come. Yeah. <laughs> I should have because she 100% was just like, sorry, there's only one. So, uh, yeah, you yeah. know, a loser like wow. you. Um, yeah, so anyway, it came to a resolution. I said, no, yeah. don't worry. I'll tell my friends just to watch the regular screening. Yeah. I will see this one on my own. Yeah, because I'm in radio and I can afford it. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> so I stroll in. I sit next to some other lonely sap who is also there on his own. You made oh, friends? Oh yeah, we were, we were, we were. It was a very emotional movie. Like we were kind of holding hands. No, not quite. But I uh, ordered a large coke and a large popcorn for myself. Two straws. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know, I made the order because they sort of come over to your seat, take the order, run back. Yeah. And he just looks over at me and he goes, "Nice." <laughs> <laughs> just 
just nice. He knew. He knew. That's what we were there for, the experience. Uh, and I tell you what, not. I could not endorse it enough. You've got to take some time for yourself now and again. You do. And I do find that the cinema is something that you don't need to talk to anyone else about. You can go there. I'm that invested in the Marvel Cinematic Universe that it's, you know, it's so far beyond. I just have to own it. What about the walk out of the cinema, though? Don't you want to you know, deconstruct the film? What, yeah, you just I do. No, I just sat in my car in like a deep meditative state because of what happened in that film. <laughs> <laughs> You're probably that guy that jumps onto like a Reddit, uh, <laughs> like a Reddit post. I actually get so, that, guys. What do we think? I get that amped that I just like want to go to the gym though. Yeah, like, you know, you see. Um, Chris Hemsworth and oh. yeah, I'm just, yeah. <laughs> uh, you're great. Yeah, oh, I love so, you. No, it's 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 a beautiful thing. Uh, would recommend. Uh, I reckon that there was a crack up. Maybe the best Marvel film uh, to this date. Now, in honor of the great Aussie tradition, footy. No, drinking. Ah, uh, no, drinking at the footy. This is the Triple M Smoker. I was about to say smoking and drinking at the footy. Triple M Modern Digital. Gosh, this morning, mate. Yeah. I had a good deed thrown back into my face. That's that's sad. I'm sorry on behalf of everyone. What happened, mate? I appreciate you speaking on everyone's behalf. Well, I was sitting on the tram, as you do. I caught the tram in today. Let me okay. just, let me just take there. you there. <laughs> yeah. Packed tram. Yep. Uh, I'm sitting down. It was not a priority seat, but it was a seat. And uh, mm. there was a gentleman older, mm-hmm. older than I, probably 60s. Yeah. I, I offered him my seat. Good on you. And he said, no, and turned around quite disgruntled. And I said, mate, I'm doing you a favour. I could, I could hear your knees creaking on the way in. Isn't this what you're supposed to do? What did you say? Oh, well, obviously. I mean, you I just wasn't left gonna, it. I wasn't going to fight him. What am yeah. I going <laughs> to... Mate, you sit down you on that chair right now. Me? Yeah. So, you know. So, I just, I, you know what? I, I reckon if you get off at a seat, you just take it. Well, okay. Well, did he hop off next stop? No, no, no. He stuck around for a while. He stuck around. I mean, look, i got to be honest. Maybe when I'm older, I wouldn't want anyone offering me a seat either because you know you're a bit long in the tooth at that point. But... Yeah, it's a tough one, isn't it? Some yeah. people do take it as a uh, – they take as offense to it. Yeah, yeah, as a swipe, like, oh, you're obviously – was he borderline old or was he very old? He was pretty old. Like, he seemed like he needed a seat. Yeah. Like, he was struggling. He was huffing and puffing. It's funny you say that. Um, again, sorry, uh, on behalf of um, uh, Frank. I'll get over it. I – had a similar situation yesterday, went the opposite way. Oh. I was going home. We're on yeah. the tram. Oh, great. Take me there. <laughs> Please, if you're listening, don't don't leave us. <laughs> <laughs> it gets good. Um, I'm sitting there and the, and I, I said to the, the old guy, I hopped on, I said, mate, do you want to sit down? And he goes, oh, I'm okay. I'm just getting off next step, mate. That's the thank ah. you for offering. I said, ah, okay, well, if you want. So I shuffled to the window and he goes, oh, I'll take it since you've kept the seat warm for me. And he sat down. <laughs> it wasn't meant to be weird. Oh. He was just like, oh, yeah, okay, maybe it is a bit weird. <laughs> maybe he was having a crack. I don't know. He sat down and then he goes, yeah, well, I'm just, um, I'm glad to get, get home before this rain bucket's down. Okay. Went, He's starting to okay. say, start, yep, okay, we're in a conversation now. Good on you. And I'm on my phone and he goes, how's your day been? Oh, like, no. oh God. So I was like, yeah, good, mate. Still, I'm clearly scrolling on Facebook. Well, you've got some important statuses to read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I could see that he was looking and he could see, you know, I could tell that he was maybe getting a bit disgruntled that I was not paying attention. So oh. I put my phone down. It felt like my grandfather was sitting there. <laughs> He's disappointed that you're yeah. looking at your phone at the I dinner said, table. Oh, not much, not much. He goes, oh, just heading home from work, are you? And I went, yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
why this is so funny, but I can just so picture myself in this awkward yeah. conversation yeah. that no. I might have avoided this morning. This is I'm what you glad. avoided. This is what you missed out on. Yeah, uh, yeah, mate. Yeah, just on the way home from work. Uh, good to get home. Good to get home. And he's like, yeah, yeah, mate. Uh, well, look, we need the rain though, don't we? <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> Mate, come on. Fortunately, the tram then got to the stop. He goes, well, this is me. Have a good one, buddy. That is, um, yeah, uh, maybe that's the generational difference between us. Because maybe I is. think our generation is so consumed by our phones. I, I remember when I first had a phone to check. Mm. or like, and, and I'm talking about like a Nokia 6680. Yeah. When you'd be standing in a line, there was a time before mobile phones that you did just mm. have to stand in the line. Yeah. And I used to look at old text messages just to look like I was doing something important. Yeah. yeah. Whereas now we're so overwhelmed with stimulus. Yeah. But even if someone tries to start a you know, mundane conversation about the weather, you just, you just don't want a bar of it. I'm, I'm a big advocate of uh, fake calling. Oh, wow. That's, Always. That's, that's the next step. Because you've yeah. got to then play it out in your head like a crazy person. Yeah, which I think helps. You know, helps radio, helps with comedy, yeah. helps, you know, <laughs> I'm just being creative. Let the creative juices flow. Oh, what a, I, I was against this old guy at the start, but I think... I think like, you dodged a bullet, mate. No, oh, I think he's a sweet man. Consider yourself lucky. Oh, it wasn't that fun. That was great. Hey, uh, was it good for you? Yeah. <laughs> that was good for me. Yeah, it was good for me, man. Uh, you know, I will say my favourite part about that podcast, yours, the whole thing. Oh, uh, very good. The reason being, when we're recording this, we don't know what's in it. We don't. We have so, done hey, this a little bit thanks, before. Thanks for, thanks for sticking, sticking I can, through. I can guarantee it must have been at least a B plus. Mate. Yeah. I want to put this out to people. We uh, yeah. we had a video where, if you haven't seen it on our Instagram, at Zach and Josh underscore, mm-hmm. I got you to stitch up one of my mates. Yes. Harry, working in hospitality. Yeah. Uh, you were a very difficult customer. The worst. And I thought we could continue this. Mm-hmm. So if you have a mate that you want to stitch up. Throw him under the bus. Throw him under the bus yeah. and get Josh, the most difficult customer in the world, to give them a call. Are you in retail? Do they mm. work at a call center? Are they in a cafe? Yeah. Are they a graduate student who just, we want to annoy? Yeah. We'll, we'll get creative. We will. Yeah. Hit us up on the uh, socials at Zach and Josh underscore on Instagram or uh, hit us up on Facebook as well. Cool. And drop us a like and give us a follow and buddy, good on you. Subscribe ya. to the podcast, rate us five stars. Yeah. If you didn't like the podcast, tell a friend because that would be a great stitch up. That w- <laughs> If you think the podcast is shithouse, I'd tell a friend. to a friend. Yeah. Like, oh, great job. Listen to this the whole way great through. Great But hey, <laughs> thanks very much. We'll, we'll see you next week. Yeah, cheese. Bye. The Triple M Smoker. Without the smokes, but a couple of blokes. Josh and Zach on Triple M Modern Digital.